This is the Action Network Podcast. All the work, all the talk, all the handicapping is done. It's time for history. They're all in line. We're ready for the start. They're off in the Kentucky Derby. Break another two lengths more. Back to win, win, win on the turn. Beginning to pick up stride near the back of the pack. As the field turns for home. And he bursts through an opening on the inside. Stride for stride. As they come to the final furlong. Keeps battling on. One, two, down to the line. An impossible result here. Wins the Kentucky Derby. Welcome back to the Action Network podcast for your Kentucky Derby Best Bets edition presented by Twin Spires. Brendan Glasheen joined by two horse racing experts delivering their favorite bets for the 148th renewal of the greatest two minutes in sports at Churchill Downs. First up, delighted to welcome action contributor, host and analyst at Woodbine. You can find her at Parlay Queen on social media, Monique Vague. Monique, hello. Good to see you again. Thanks for coming on. Hello. Thank you guys so much for having me. It's always exciting to be able to talk horses. I know this is the one time of year where we have our regular horse racing fans that follow along on a nightly basis, but then we get those newcomers, those new fans. So it's always fun to be able to try to sell people on what an amazing product that we do have. But thank you for having me. Of course. And rounding out the field today, we have Action Racing Editor, Jeremy Pond. Jeremy, let me be the first to welcome you to the podcast. First ever all-Canadian panel, sir. That is a pretty unique situation, right? I'm a uh, transplant from up here from the U.S., but I love Canada. Glad to be part of this with Monique, and uh, hopefully we can hit some stuff for all of our our wonderful uh, viewers and and readers. want to start, Monique, with, if, like you mentioned, if someone is just diving into the horse racing uh, space landscape from a betting perspective, if they're a casual better, first-timer, what's your biggest piece of advice for betting the Kentucky Derby? I mean, that's a tough one because there's always so many different routes. So it's always for the complete amateur, like complete newbie better, someone that's never bet the horses before or someone that has. For anyone that has, I always say utilize as many tools as you possibly can. So rewatch those replays, rewatch those works and try to go through and get as much information as you possibly can. Because oftentimes visually, even if you're not an expert in horse racing, it's so important to be able to see how horses either started the mile, if they had some type of uh, traffic trouble or how they finished as well. So that's really important. And another thing too, is I know a lot of people that are maybe sports betters and not particularly familiar with something like the Kentucky Derby and horse racing as a whole. And I'd say don't hold too much weight to post positions. I know oftentimes we wait and we see horses that draw the extreme outside. And of course, it's never favorable to be extreme outside or extreme inside. But if you do like a horse, I'd say don't be deterred by the post position because the trip is so much in the break from the gate. There's so many times we see a horse that has absolutely no shot early on. And to be honest, that doesn't really matter in terms of where the horse comes from the gate more than anything it's a start the horse has so with how much traffic trouble we end up seeing in the derby as a whole i'd say if you like a horse don't be deterred by either the odds post position or some of those stats that may be going against your horse if you like it you like it jeremy how about you biggest piece of advice i would say if you're a casual better just have fun with it horse racing is a sport where you have to know you're going to win and you're going to lose. I mean, just simple as that. And these are quick wins and losses. It's, it's in about two minutes, right? You know what's going to happen unless you have a good vertical going, pick four, pick five, pick six. You know, you want a quick, you know, a win race. You want a win play show candidate. 
stay with that. But if you're more interested in the longer, the bigger payouts, where the chances are you're going to lose way more often than you win um, in those exotic type plays, be prepared to lose you know, money before you win big. I love the exotics. That's, that's my, again, that's my wheelhouse. That's where I, I like to, to win. You know, I hit a big Preakness last year, which was 3000. I lost every other pick six after that. So that's, that's how it is. Um, with the Derby, uh, I agree with Monique. Um, post positions typically aren't that big of a deal, but I will stay away from one, two, three, get me away from the rail. I don't want I don't care who's over there. I don't want to deal with anything going on. There's too much bad, too many bad things that can happen. Other than that, Monique's right. If there's a horse you like, you stick with them. It doesn't matter the odds. I mean, there's long shots that win this race. Just stick with your gut. If you second guess yourself, you're going to feel bad when that horse winds up winning or finishing the top three. And you could have had, you could have profited on that race. So I just say, just have fun with it. Know you're going to lose races and be very happy when you win. So before we dive into the Derby specifically, Jeremy has thoughts on the Kentucky Oaks and the Oaks Derby double. It's a fun way to get involved starting Friday. It was first offered back in 1996. It spans two days. Jeremy, you, you have a specific thought process on how you go about finding, picking and choosing value and making a selection in each race. Take us through how you make, uh, make a wager on the Oaks Derby double. With the Oaks, you're hoping that it's a race where you can kind of single, get it down to one or two horses, then you can load up on the Derby and, and, and expand your, your, your card there. Would, ideally, you'd get one or two horses to, for the Oaks and then you know six or seven for the Derby and maybe catch a price. I think with this year, you've got four horses that are legitimate contenders to win the Oaks. And you start with Secret Oath. It's on the one, it's on the post, it's on the one post, but ran well in the Arkansas Derby, finished third. I think if she can work the trip out there and didn't exert herself 100% in that Arkansas Derby, she's going to be around and she's a good eyes right now. She's six to one morning line for Hall of Fame trainer, Dwayne Lucas and jockey Louis Saez. Um, the, the favorite right now is Todd Pletcher's nest. Um, you get Irad Ortiz Jr. Three-time Eclipse award winning jockey board, five to two odds, the likely favorite, Probably the likely winner. Um, and I think you have to add Equizulu. Uh, Joel Rosario is going to be aboard with uh, Steve Asmussen training. Um, and then the 10 horse, uh, Kathleen O. to Shug McGahee trained charge um, with Javier Castellano aboard. So I think when you've got, the, you use those four, you're going to catch a win there. And then you got to hope you can catch a price um, in, in the Derby. So I think when you're looking at the Derby, I'm piecing those four horses on the top of it with Zandon in the Derby. Love that horse coming out of the bluegrass. Love the favorite. Um, we're also going to use Taba. It's going to be 12 to 1, potentially. I think he'll, odds will drift down off that, off that price. It's a Bob Baffert horse that's been transferred to the barn of Tim Yachtin. He's two for two. He's a lightly raced son of Gunrunner, who won the Breeders' Cup Classic uh, as a four-year-old, if I remember correctly. That tells me he can get the distance. Um, distance is key. A lot of these horses have never run a mile and a quarter. So you can combine the fact he has never... He's lightly raced, and the fact that he seems on the up and up right now, I think you're going to get a good price on him. He defeated Messier in the Santa Anita Derby, and ironically, Messier is coming in at a better odds. He's 8-1 to one right now in the morning line. I think those odds potentially will flip. Table will have a better number than, than Messier. But I'm not going to leave a quote-unquote Bob Baffert horse off my ticket. I've done it too many times in the past. Um, and I favor this one over than Messier. So I think he's a good use uh, in this daily double. Um, I'm also going to use Cyber Knight. It's a long shot. We kind of like coming off a nice win in the Arkansas Derby. Another 
son of gun runner again breeding is a huge deal in this you want to see a horse that can get the distance or hope they can get the distance at least in their bloodlines i think this is a situation where you're going to get a good price on cybernet for 20 to 1. it's one of three entries from the brad cox uh barn and he's ridden by florent Giroux. these these guys connected last year with mandaloon who was promoted to the win in the derby after medina spirit was um disqualified disqualified and then you know, it's a situation where I think that this horse, again, another one of these horses that's on the up and up, came out of the Arkansas Derby, healthy, clean, has had some good works over the Churchill Down surface. Um, so I think you've got to use him just for the price alone and the connections. And then we're just going to toss in Smile Happy. He's 20 to 1. He finished second to Zandon in the Bluegrass. Um, I, I, he, was, he struggled in the Risen Star. I thought the jockey, Corey Lannery, did not give him a good trip. I thought he should have won that race and beat Epicenter. Um, I thought he, Lannery pushed Smile Happy a little too soon in the bluegrass, which allowed um, Zandon to catch him down the lane and then go away. But he's still a quality horse. He could still be sitting on a big race. Um, it's just a situation where I think Smile Happy, four starts, two wins, two seconds, never out of the money. He might be distance compromised, um, regressing from his two-year-old campaign where he put fields away then. But he could turn around and be one of these horses that has sits a good trip. And if Lannery puts him in a decent position, like he did in the bluegrass, and not send him too fast coming around the turn as they head for home, he could be right there too with Zandon. So I think just at that price, you're not going to get 20 to one from 20 to one of them at the start. He'll probably close more closer to 12 to 15. But if you want to use another horse underneath, that's the, that's the fourth one. So that's my Oaks uh, Derby Daily Double for you guys. Okay, great stuff from Jeremy on the Oaks Derby Double wager best way to go about it as a reminder this is the action network podcast kentucky derby betting preview presented by twin spires the official betting partner of the kentucky derby to get you guys ready to bet the derby twin spires is offering action listeners a terrific offer a deposit bonus up to four hundred dollars here's how it works go to twinspires.com sign up using code action racing you'll receive a deposit bonus of one hundred dollars for every $400 you wager, good for up to $400 in bonuses. To take advantage of this deposit bonus offer, just follow the link in our episode description and use promo code ACTIONRACING at sign up. That leads us to best bets for the Kentucky Derby. Monique Vague, give it to us. What do you like for the Derby and your best bet, best bet or bets for Saturday? So in general for the Derby, I know we always kind of talk about not loving to bet the favorites, but I feel like Zandon's going to be so incredibly tough in here. Um, really impressed me actually last year as a juvenile in the uh, battling, actually in the fall, battling against Mo Donegal in the grade two Remsen. I thought he looked so good there. Um, he had a bad break and an easy pace, which ultimately I think cost him any shot in the Risen Star, but to see him rebound in such a big way. He's definitely going to be my top pick in here. And I love those horses that come in with wins their most recent and have that type of confidence. As for a price play, I agree with Jeremy, the cyber knife. He's a really interesting one. Um, he's one of those later bloomers, got things going later on in his kind of campaign. He rebounded in a big way. I think he's someone who has that type of tactical speed and a good pedigree, which is also something that kind of interests me with him. He's going to be a huge price in here. I think it could end up setting up well for him as a big price. I know he's in the morning line at 20 to one, expecting to see similar to that, maybe even a little bit higher at post. So he's someone that I would definitely be including in some of those exotics. 
And now on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I use it for mine. It's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now you could win on Sleeper by playing their new over-under game. It's super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick their over or under. For example, number of points in basketball or hits in baseball. Then, choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from 2 to over 25 times the money you put in. The main reason I'm excited about Over Under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contests and play together. It's not a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friend's picks with a tap of a button. It's insanely fun to write it out together. So stop what you're doing and download Sleeper. Now, to play the new over-under game, have fun with your friends and make some money. Make sure you use the promo code ACTION, and Sleeper will match your deposit up to $100. Again, download Sleeper, then use promo code ACTION, and you deposit. Okay, back to the show. You mentioned Zandon. We said off the top of the show, don't read too much into, into gate number, but that gate 10 has been favorable. Nine victories since the implementation of the starting gate, so... Zandon being a favorite makes a lot of sense with that previous history. How about you, Jeremy? Best bet or bets for Saturday? Well, I hate to uh, go the chalk route here, but I'm going to have to agree with Monique. Zandon is going to be tough to beat. Uh, The Bluegrass Stakes winner, four starts, two wins, a second and a third. He has not finished out of the money. Um, Get jockey Flavian Pratt aboard. And this is a situation where this horse, you know, you need to work out a great trip in the Derby. This horse has had troubled trips in two of his starts, two of his most recent starts, especially in the bluegrass. Um, couldn't get where he wanted to be, got checked a little bit, was bounced around, and then found a gear when Pratt was able to navigate through a pretty congested field in the Toyota bluegrass uh, and wound up catching Smile Happy in the, the last quarter mile. And actually one going away, I think by two and a quarter lengths, and was actually charged down. Um, I just think this horse is sitting on a big race and I like the fact he has Pratt. Um, it's, it's a situation where you've got Chad Brown as the trainer, one of the elite trainers in the, in the country, if not the world. Um, but Pratt has, has worked out some trips in the Derby. Uh, last year was with hot rod. Charlie finished third was pushed to second when Medina spirit was DQ'd um, from the win. Uh, and then a couple years before that he had country house. It was a massive long shot. I can't remember that horse's odds, but it was a, a, a extremely high number who wound up finishing second to maximum security, who was also DQ'd. So two of the last three years, Pratt has worked out a trip. I mean, this is a West Coast jockey who was basically was working out of Del Mar in Santa Anita, coming over to Churchill Downs, Midwest, you know, that Midwest racing is different than the West Coast than it is the East Coast. And then it is in the South, you know, Southeastern part of the country, the Gulfstream. He's adapted and is able to navigate these massive fields and put this horse in a good position. So I just don't think that this horse is going to have any problems coming from that post position. Uh, you alluded to it before. It's a favorable spot. You don't want to be on the rail. You don't want to be way outside right in the middle there. He's going to be able to determine and dictate where he wants to go. Um, so I think that's going to be a, uh, he's going to be tough to beat. Um, and I think as Monique mentioned as well, we have not discussed this together privately. We did not connect up here in Toronto for coffee to discuss who we're picking. Cyberknife is another horse uh, that I feel is, is good value right now. He's 20 to one. It's one of three horses that trainer Brad Cox has in this race. Cox and Giroux, uh, Florent Giroux, who's going to be riding him, teamed up last year on Mandaloon, who finished second in the Derby 
but was moved up to first after Medina Spirit was DQ'd. So they technically won the Derby on paper. Now, it's great to win the Derby, obviously, but I'm pretty sure that they are going to want to win this thing fair and square, straight up, not have to, you know, go to drug tests and things like that and other, other factors that could come into a potential post-race DQ. That being said, this horse is, I think, sitting on another good race. I mean, he's, he's, he's coming well. He's run six times, three wins, two losses, finished out of the money only once. He's also, the, he's also by, which in by in horse racing means he's the son of Gunrunner, who's a Breeders' Cup Classic winner. Gunrunner got better as he got older. Gunrunner got the distance. And this isn't a mile and a quarter race. The majority of these horses, if not all of them, have never run this, this distance. So he has the bloodlines there to maybe improve off that nice win in the Arkansas Derby um, and, and get a good position. So I think that's, that's a horse that is going to be at value. He's probably going to go up close to 15 to 20 to one. And I'll just throw in a quick little one for your exotic plays. Barber road, going to be a massive price, 30 to one or longer. I'm sure um, he's run a lot, eight, eight races, two wins, four losses and a third. So he's in the money seven of eight times, which is a pretty good number. There's a $15,000 weanling purchase who has made more than 650K so far in his first eight starts. He doesn't win races. His speed figures are 10 to 15 points lower than everybody else in the field, pretty much. But he's always there at the end. This horse tries hard. He's going to be a fan favorite on race day. He's going to be used in your in exotics for your super plays, trifectas. He's going to be coming running late. This is a horse you do not want to leave off your superfecta in your trifecta tickets because he's going to pick up the pieces late as all these other horses tire. And he's going to be coming down the lane. So I think if you're going to throw a horse in there for a long shot in your exotics, or if you want to play a nice, whether it's $10 or $100 place bet for third, he's the horse you want to play because he's going to give you a, a nice payout if he does come through there. Very nice. Our experts are in agreement. Number 16 horse, Cyberknife, currently at 20 to 1 to win the Kentucky Derby. And then 10 horse, Zandon, one of the heavy favorites at 3 to 1. So we shall see. That's rare to do, as, as Jeremy said. Uh, neither uh, Monique or Jeremy came on previously and had previous discussions. So fascinated to see how it plays out. As a reminder, the Action Network podcast is back on Friday with two more episodes for you. We'll have our exhaustive Kentucky Derby betting preview episode with our friend Sean Zarillo out first thing Friday morning, plus our preview of Saturday's card for UFC 274. For Jeremy Pond, Monique Vague, Brendan Glasheen, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Best of luck with your bets this weekend at the Kentucky Derby. And like we mentioned, we'll join you next time on the Action Network Podcast. <laughs>